Hi, it has been so exciting seeing the registrations coming in for our Revive Lifestyle Medicine Safari Retreat in Africa happening this January 2025. If this has been on your bucket list or if you have already gone and you cannot wait to go back, now is the time to save your spot. We'll be having incredible wildlife viewing excursions, including primate trekking, seeing elephants, rhinos, giraffes, lions, and more. Cultural experiences with local guides, healthful food in beautiful accommodations, participating in a service project, and sharing expertly guided lifestyle medicine activities, including nutrition, physical activity, stress relief, sleep, connection, nature, and more. How can you find out more about it? Well, go to the website, stressfreemd.net slash safari-retreat. That's stressfreemd.net slash safari-retreat, where you can learn more about our incredible itinerary and save your spot. CME is included for healthcare professionals. Any questions, reach out, and I cannot wait to share this incredibly transformative experience with you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Stress-Free MD Podcast, where you learn how to be stress-free from the inside out, elevate your calm, and live your best, healthiest life. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Tiger, your self-care doctor. Hi, everyone. And welcome back to the Stress-Free MD Podcast. I am so happy that you're joining me today for a really insightful episode. So earlier this week at the time of this recording, truth be told, I experienced something quite upsetting and I was really, really incredibly triggered. I had prepared long and hard for a particular event that did not go as I had planned in my mind at all. And both during the event and afterwards, I was beyond dysregulated. Now, as a physician who approaches everything with 150% of myself in an organized, structured manner, having expectations that, well, when I give it my all, then all will be well, I was shocked to have experienced otherwise. I actually had to sit in my car in the parking lot to gather myself after this event just so I could safely drive home, only to realize when I got home that I had forgotten my coat at the location and I had to get back in my car, drive back in the pouring rain just to make it worse, and come back home. So even though I don't know how this will ultimately pan out and it may end up being okay, it doesn't change what I experienced. My whole body shook through the whole thing. The old me would have pushed all that I was feeling away, told myself to put on my big girl pants and just forget about it. But the current me knows better. Why? Because I've learned over this past decade of my life the importance of actually giving yourself permission to feel the feels, to feel your feelings and emotions, to feel the pain, no matter how uncomfortable that is for you. Part of being human is being confronted with unpleasant emotions because none of us are exempt from that. 
So let's get a few questions answered here. First is, why might you not want to feel the feels? Here are some common reasons. Society tells you to buck up. It makes you weak if you don't. Just keep on going. Maybe you're afraid you'll always feel this way and never come out of it. That if you allow the feelings, you'll get permanently stuck and feel this way forever. Maybe you're worried what other people will think about you. That it will ruin your reputation. And of course, it's just so unpleasant. And you want to avoid unpleasantness at all costs. Next question I have for you is, how long does an emotion actually last? Research tells us it lasts about 90 seconds. (laughs) That's what I said, 90 seconds. That's it. Think about the little kid on the playground that falls down, cries, and before you can actually make your way over to help this kid, This kid quickly gets up and starts running back around, playing on the playground like nothing happened. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. (laughs) Next question. Well, what keeps an emotion alive longer than 90 seconds? Why did that little kid get up right away? Well, what keeps it alive are your thoughts about the situation. That's what makes the emotion live on. The little kid doesn't have an adult thinking brain for thoughts about falling to linger, right? The little kid just gets back up once the little kid realizes that all is okay. Number four, what is your track record to date for surviving difficult situations? What is your track record? The answer is 100%. (laughs) You've survived everything to date. Fifth question. So why is it so important to allow yourself to experience emotions? All right, let's get into that now. Research shows that what you resist persists. What you resist persists. And we learn a lot from trauma researchers such as Dr. Bessel van der Kolk's work on this very topic on how the body keeps the score, which he writes about in his book. Your negative feelings and emotions actually never really go away just by ignoring them. You can't wish things like shame Fear, embarrassment, frustration, anger, sadness, grief, and so on away. And just keep going like nothing ever happened. Pushing your emotions away actually causes their negative energy to get stuck, so to speak, in your body and cause dis-ease and ultimately disease. And how do they show up? In many shapes and sizes. And here are just a few examples. Headaches difficulty sleeping, gastrointestinal issues, pain in your body, become reactive, saying and doing things you wish you could take back, feeling isolated, detaching from family and friends, overactive, too much work, projects, exercise, underactive, you're not even functional, too much sleep, not enough sleep, taking on poor habits like overeating, Unhealthy eating, sugary foods, fried foods, over-drinking, taking on risk behaviors like drugs. Increased inflammation, which is associated with many chronic diseases like hypertension, diabetes, heart disease, stroke, cancer progression and growth, and even shortening of your lifespan. So, now that you know how important it is to allow your feelings and emotions, 
What are some tools you can use to help you through this allowing? I want you to notice something. I use the word allowing, which is active and puts you in the driver's seat. I didn't use the word surrendering, which feels more passive and out of your control, right? So let's break this up into during the situation and after the situation with respect to allowing your feelings and emotions. Let's start with during the situation. While the situation is happening and you feel your heart racing, beating strongly in your chest, up in your throat, maybe feeling hot, sweaty, maybe your throat's tight, your head's pounding, you're shaky, full of thoughts, flooding your mind. Utilize body-based self-regulation tools to bring your nervous system into balance and homeostasis. If you want some help with this, and you haven't already, go to my website, www.stressfreemd.net, and get my free, short, five minutes each videos to learn some self-paced, evidence-based quick, effective tools you can use. And these are just five minutes each. They're very quick. They're very, very effective. People love them. So go get them. Okay. All right. So after the situation, what can you do? Now here's a list and I want you to really pay attention to this list after the situation. Okay. I'm asking you to invite in all of your emotions, identify what they are, notice where and how they feel in your body, Give them colors, shapes, names if you like. Really see them. Have a curious lens. Really just curious, asking yourself, hmm, isn't that interesting, right? Just not taking it on as making it mean anything, but being curious. Don't push these emotions away. Remember, what you resist persists and makes you sick. Give yourself validation for how you're feeling. Acknowledge what you have experienced and that it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Validate it. Allow yourself to just be. Don't buffer and avoid with other things. What does that look like for you? Create a boundary as to how much time you will allow just being so as to not overdo it and become stuck and paralyzed and sluggish. Create a plan for what you'll do after just being. For me, the other day, it was sitting on the sofa, cuddling with my puppy by the fire for a few hours. That was it. I gave myself that time. I created a boundary. And then I got up, folded the laundry, and cooked dinner. Tell the people who you love what you need. They will see you're upset and they want to help you and they don't know how. But if you aren't expressive, they can make you feel worse. If you don't want to talk about it, don't. If you want someone to listen, tell your story. If you don't want to be hugged, don't get hugs. If you want hugs, then take them. But be expressive as to what you need so the others in your life understand how to support you, even if it means leaving you alone. Initially, after my event, I didn't want hugs. I didn't want to talk. I just needed to be with myself. And I let my family know that. I walked in the door. My husband went to hug me. I said, please, nothing against you. I don't even want to be touched right now. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to be by myself. My kids were texting me. I texted back. I don't even want to talk right now. I just need to be alone. 
And they respected it and they all understood because I explained to them where I was and what I needed. Watch your food cravings and decide what to allow. Stress makes you crave emergency energy, which translates into sugary, carby, unhealthy foods. You don't have to say no to it all. Create a boundary allowing a certain amount of whatever it is. It's okay to eat some junk, allow certain foods at a certain quantity, and stick to it. Otherwise, you may feel yourself feeling even worse from not eating well, too much of not eating good food, right? It can make you feel pretty sick. For me, I wanted some popcorn and I ate part of a cupcake. <laughs> and that actually made me feel better. And I didn't eat tons of cupcakes and tons of junk. I said, this is what you're allowed. Go to it, enjoy it, and that's it. When ready, move your body safely. And I'm reiterating safely. Not too much, right? Do it safely. Walk, dance, do yoga, exercise in the way you usually do. Not overexerting and possibly injuring yourself, right? So pay close attention to this safe way of movement. Get outside. Connecting with nature for vitamin N (laughs) for nature, as my dear friend, Dr. Melissa Sunderman calls it. Nature decreases the chronic stress hormone cortisol. Nature increases natural killer NK cells, keeping your immune system strong. Decreases activity of your amygdala, aka your trauma center. Decreases feelings of anxiety and paranoia and even improves your gut microbiome, which strengthens your immune system. So getting outside for some vitamin N can be very, very healing. And I did take a nice long walk with my dog, even though it was drizzling out in the rain, which was really, really healing for me. What else can you do? Journal. Journal by doing some self-coaching through thought work here using these three prompts, which I find really helpful. Number one, make a list of the person you were before the event. List how you were feeling. Imagine yourself walking into that situation beforehand. For me, I was standing tall, feeling full of confidence with a skip in my step, so excited and actually giddy. And then feel that in your body. Number two, make a list of the person you are now after the event and recognize, this is very important, recognize that nothing has actually changed. You are still that same person doing amazing things. For me, my list included this. I am still a change maker, making an incredible difference in the lives of others. Number three, make a list of anything you learned while preparing for and experiencing the event. What are some positive takeaways? For me, I learned an incredible amount of new knowledge. I've made wonderful new connections and I'm excited about multiple new collaborative projects that will help elevate the health of so many just like you. (laughs) Okay, so now you're getting a sneak peek of what is to come. And yes, I'm already getting giddy and I'm super excited. So stay tuned. And last but not least, see yourself as whole, not broken flexible, bending and not breaking. As if you were a tree strongly rooted in the ground with branches that beautifully sway in the wind, bending, not breaking as the wind blows. All right, this is what I want you to do. 
Remember these steps the next time something doesn't go as planned and your immediate response is to shove your emotions away, shove those feelings aside. Do not do that. Remember, permission to feel the pain. If you love this episode, please share it with others that you care about in your life so they can find it helpful, they can find relief, they can be the best versions of themselves as well. Thank you so much for listening and for taking time to care for amazing you. Remember to be kind to one another and to be kind to yourself. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode of the Stress-Free MD Podcast. Hi, I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Stress-Free MD Podcast, learning short, actionable tools to relieve the stress in your life. And I've got some amazing news for you. I've created some short videos for you where you can learn stress-relieving tools by video format as well. Me teaching you on videos. They're totally free. They're very short. They're about five minutes in length each because I know how busy you are. And all you have to do is go to my website, www.stressfreemd.net. And on the homepage, it says feel calm now. And then you can click the link to get your free videos and I'll send them directly to your inbox and your email. And you can share this website with your friends, your family, your colleagues, so they can feel calm too. (laughs) So go get your videos. What are you waiting for?